With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts. Saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Everybody, Ricky Whitmer here, along with player two, Johnny Carlick. Glass tables be acting weird tonight. <laughs> I like that line. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> did you like what I did there? You know, player one, player yeah, oh, two. I, it's d- a, I it's didn't a game even night get thing it. Going on. Are you game sure? Night. Yeah. Welcome to our review of Game Night movie coming out this week. Johnny and I saw it on Thursday, giving you our thoughts today. If you're new to our movie review. This is how it works. First, we kind of dive into a non-spoilery part where we kind of give general thoughts about the movie, things we liked, things we didn't. Then we will say, hey, we're jumping over into spoiler mode. We're going to spoil the crap out of this movie. And at the end, we're going to give our rating out of game pieces for this one. And then we're also going to give our MVP, which we call our show stealer for the review. Before we get into everything, a little bit of housekeeping here at the beginning. Number one, you want to help support us, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most valid podcast. Any little bit helps. If you want to get some MVP merch, check the store down below in the description. Make sure to bookmark mostvaluepodcast.com. That's where you're going to get everything for MVP each and every day. And last but not least, if you're on iTunes, go ahead and give the Rick and Johnny podcast a five-star rating. It would really mean the world to us and help us do more movie reviews like we're doing right now. Yeah. But Johnny, game night. Tell me, what do you think? What do you think after seeing game night? It was interesting. I honestly didn't have, I'll be honest, I didn't have high expectations going in. Did you expect in. it to be as fun as it was? No, I, I did not. I did not. Did not at all. Um, a lot of twists. What a twist. What a twist. It did. It did have a lot. Like, and that's a, lot more the, than, I, a lot more than I expected mm-hmm. there to be, too. That was the big part. And that's the thing I loved about the movie, mm-hmm. to where it felt like, hey, we're going to take a comedy and we're going to infuse murder mystery into it. Not just the fact of the plot, which was basically, hey, we're basically, someone's kidnapped, we got to find them, but... Just the whole, like, murder mystery aspect of, like, you're thinking one thing, and then, like you said, bam, twist, and you're like, oh, okay, I was wrong. There were some parts where I'm like, that I said, like, yeah, blah, 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 and it's like, all right, saw that coming. But then there was other parts where it was like, whoa, did not see that coming, no. and it was a twist. And you know how, like, a lot of horror movies have jump scares? Yes. We have more so jump Jokes, yes. jump polarities, mm-hmm. and I'll get into more of those in, spo- in think, spoiler mode. Do you think that's kind of playing off of the horror genre and kind of poking fun at it? I think it might be. Okay. Because, um, like I said, in spoiler mm-hmm. mode, if you guys decide to stay around for it, when, yeah. when you guys decide to come back for it, um, is when I'll reveal what I'm talking about with that. No, I mean, I really, this was one where I came in thinking one thing, left with this, with an a completely different, different idea, yeah. uh, impression of it. Um, it's a movie where, of course, it's not going to be like the superhero movies we watch, like Black no. Panther. It's not going to be one where I'm enticed with the story. The story was good. I'm not saying it's not, but it's not one where it's like, 
I'm looking at every little single detail about the movie. I thought it was very funny. Were there some low points in it? Maybe a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. the thing I loved most about it was, and we'll get to this right in spoiler mode, this might be the thing to carry us on through, was the beginning of it. How yeah. the movie started. I loved how quickly they were just like, here's how it goes, and it's boom, 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 off to the races yeah. right away. Didn't wait for me. We didn't need a slow introduction for this movie. It didn't wait for me to get involved in it. It was like, here you go. Boom, 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 boom. That's what you're going to do. But we're going to move over into spoiler mode now. Like Johnny said before we hit the record button, this was not going to be a long non-spoiler mode. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can go ahead, hit that pause button. We'll be here waiting for you. But Johnny, that's the first thing I want to look into here in spoiler mode is the beginning of it. Yeah. Love the beginning. Loved it right away. It like. At first, I'll be honest, it's like, okay, trivia night, all right. I love how they made Rachel McAdams' character and Jason Bateman's character basically the same person. Yeah. Where it's like, they're the team going to trivia night at the local bar. They're team captain for a reason. Taking it way too seriously when the one guy's like, it's just a game, and he said something like, yeah, for losers or something like that. Or he, Jason Bateman had a better way of saying it. Yeah. He's funnier than I am, but... And then that moment of, I loved how they did the camera work of when they come face to face and it's like one shot of them together, then her, her one shot, him one shot and how they tied that all together. Yeah. Then it goes to their wedding and then boom, they're into the actual story. I like how it kind of picked me up right away with, Mm -hmm. Hey, boom, this is how they met. There you go. Yeah. And then it's like, just right into the story. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then it just, it's cool because it's just, I mean, there was a little montage mm-hmm. of like them getting together, them starting life together, them getting in, like engaged Actually, and married. Yeah. And the, engage- was, like, and the engagement happened at a game, game night. night where yeah. they charades. charades and he's like, she's like, marry me. And he's like, will you? She's like, look around. It's like, I got it. I got it. And he goes, yeah. And he's ring. got the ring box. Yeah. Um, it was funny how now that we're in spoiler mode, I'm just going to jump to the end. Yeah. Bringing it full circle, how at the end of the movie, how did they find out that she was pregnant? Charades. Well, no, it was uh, Pictionary. Pictionary. All right. That's right. It wasn't. Because she drew bun, She drew the bun, bun and then the oven. In the oven. So, and he goes, wait, really? <laughs> so full circle there at the end. What other parts of this movie going on after the beginning? What's one part you want to jump into? Uh, let's see. We so we had the beginning. Mm-hmm. We had uh, game night. Let's Ye- first talk about. Um, I'm going to get the actors. Felmans, the security guard. Is that who you're thinking of? Cop, but yeah, that's who I was thinking. Not the security guard, the cop. You're He's thinking of um, Jesse Felmans. Yeah, it was Gary. Um, great character. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to be honest right now. So you guys having game night? I am going to be completely honest right now for you guys watching and listening. I'm spoiling this for you in spoiler mode. He's not going to be a show stealer. No. But he came really damn close. <laughs> yes, he did. He came, the best part about him was when they went into his house. That whole scene, by the was way. Was hilarious. Perfect. Perfect, like, everything about it. Like, there were some points in this where I'm like, that is funny. That so is, tell me about Debbie. Yeah, t- <laughs> tell me about Debbie. And when... uh Jason Bateman goes into his room and he's got the shrine to Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's on the computer. And the blood blood drip. starts dripping on the dough. And right away I'm like, 
oh no, it's on the rug. And then the ducks are like, oh my God, it's on the dog. Oh no, what's he going to do? Like there was a little bit of you that's like, oh no, what's going to happen? Is he going to find him? Like that kind of feeling you get in a horror film. But then there was also that feeling of it being a comedy and you laughing at the same time. Yeah. It, was, it was two emotions that I didn't think would go together. But they did. In the same movie. It was movie. intense because you don't know if he's mm-hmm. going to get caught. Uh, no, the, I, I loved him in this because he played his part perfectly. Just the kind of really creepy for mm-hmm. most of it. No, it, and with the uh, cat me. too. The, the dog. Oh, yeah, the dog, Bastion. Yeah. I was like, every time I, he said Bastion, I thought of, uh, yep, I thought of Overwatch Bastion, but he was just like, I mean, you know, they say that you should uh, check your mail in the afternoon of the day. So that, most people check in the afternoon, but yeah. I checked it in the evening because sometimes the postman comes late, <laughs> saves an unnecessary walk to the mailbox. I see you got three uh, bags of Tostitos scoops there. Yeah, a three-for-one deal. I don't mm. know how profitable that is for Frito-Lay. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know how Frito-Lay's making a profit off of that. My favorite part of all that, it mm. reminded me very much of like Sil- Silence the, of the Lambs. I like how at the end they tied it to him as well with the, like, the red string oh, that you a little would have, joke yeah. At the end there, my my favorite part of all of his creepiness mm-hmm. was when he. It reminded me of Silence of the Lambs. I'll say that first now. Okay. Oh, uh, where are you guys going? Uh, they he had, when they go their own to his brothers. Uh-huh. That's a shame. I was going to invite you over for some lamb shanks, marinated in red wine and oregano and. I think it was whatever uh-huh. spice it was, and he just keeps describing it slowly. The, be- the oh, best that's, that's after great. that Thanks, was, though, um, yeah, it was an old recipe that uh, that Debbie left behind. I like to think that she left it behind to leave something behind of her, but it was you know, probably just in a miscommunication and a mistake. Yeah, no, where he, he thinks that at first he's like, it was just like, an oversight. Yeah, um, as a uh, gesture of goodwill. Yeah, but gesture it's, of goodwill. But... Instead, it's probably just an oversight. Oh, man, he was so creepy. <laughs> it was, but that part right there when he described the oh. lamb shanks, like, the, like he basically gave you the recipe or, and how he cooked it. Or the, the one part <laughs> that made me giggle a little bit was uh, the, um, I can't remember her name, uh, Michelle, I want to say it was, mm-hmm. um, where she was like, like, yeah, we want to have game night at your house. And he goes, she's like, yeah, you know, you were always better at games than Debbie was. Don't you dare talk bad about Debbie. <laughs> that girl is a saint. Yeah, no, you're right. She was a lot better than you. <laughs> like, I was like, the, the way he was just like, don't you dare talk bad. Don't you dare talk bad about Debbie like that. And I, I just made me laugh. And that led into the scene that we see in the trailers where it's like, he just goes, uh, does he want us to follow us in there? I don't know. Hey, you go first. That was hilarious because it's just like he disappears into the house. You know who's another character I liked in this one? Huh. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. He was the one that had oh, the Instagram yeah. models yeah. as dates. And, and then, then had sudden, uh, uh, Sarah. Sarah, who was completely different than... He just did it for game night. Yeah. Yeah. He was a character that I loved because he was, to me, the modern version of um, that 70s show, Eric Cal- or not Eric Kelso. Mm-hmm. Um, of Kelso. Yeah. He was Kelso of Game Night. That was basically, he wasn't as dumb Michael as Kelso. Kelso. Michael Kelso. I'm like, it's not Eric. Eric's foreman. Yeah. Get it right. He was Michael Kelso of Game Night, but not as dumb. 
because the thing that made me go like this at the end was when they're panning through the different things for the cast and the mm-hmm. credits. Did you know this? Did you see the school it said for his ID? Harvard. Harvard. I was like, what? He went to Harvard? That character went to Harvard? He got into Harvard? How? He overall, I loved his character, especially when they were in the like he kept bringing up Rich Man Fight Club, man. Stop bringing up Rich Man Fight Club to where they get there and he, his eyes light up. I was Fight right. Club. Yeah, I was right. And then with the egg. Does anyone know this guy? Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know me. Yeah, come on. You, you, you know me. No, I'm, I'm I the really CEO don't. of. <laughs> And then he just and runs. Inner dime or something like that. I forgot mm-hmm. exactly what he said. No, I don't know. And the guy who was the rich guy mm-hmm. was uh, Robin Trubatsky's father. Yeah. Um, he was in a lot of other things. You Danny Huston. Yeah, you and I talked about him after the movie. But no, the, the yeah, Ryan. Only because I couldn't figure out. Like I'm like, I know that face. What is it from? Um, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, for one. Yes, he but was before that, one of the villains. Some people might give me flack just for even mm-hmm. saying this one. Wolverine. Yes. He was Stryker, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Stryker. Here's the thing I liked about this movie, and this is a cast thing as a whole. Yeah. The cast, when it was either together, like the group of friends together, mm-hmm. along with um, Kyle Chandler, who was Brooks. That was the brother um, of Max, yes. Jason Bateman's character. Together, chemistry was phenomenal between them, but I love how they split them off into the groups. And we saw the chemistry between the individual ones as well, where yeah. you had Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, phenomenal chemistry. You had um, Lamorne Morris and Kylie um, Bunbury and their chemistry together. Their story, that was Michelle and Kevin, yeah, was heavily fueled. And I don't know how you felt about this. I thought it was funny throughout. The whole, like, yeah, I, I, it's like... You slept with a celebrity? No, I was taking a drink unrelated to the game. It was totally unrelated to the game. And then it's like the whole movie is he's trying to guess which celebrity she slept with. Yes. No, I thought that was hilarious, too. because it's... And then when it finds out, it wasn't even Denzel. It was not even Denzel. <laughs> yep. Nope. When you when you zoom in, you can notice it by the nose, right? <laughs> yeah. My only, my only gripe with that. Yeah. For me... This isn't a big gripe, by the way. This is just Ricky getting nitpicky to be nitpicky. Part of me, when um, when Kevin's character mm-hmm. kept doing the Denzel impersonation, part of me was just like, all right, if we knew in the script there was going to be Denzel impersonations, why didn't we just get Jay Farrow from SNL to be Kevin? Why didn't we just pay the money to have him be Kevin? Because his Denzel is... Like spot on. You don't get me wrong. Boris's was good, mm-hmm. but Pharaoh's Denzel is like spot on Denzel. That's what I would have went with. It would have made it more believable. Of like the, I don't know why you need Denzel. You got Denzel right here because then it would have been like, oh wow, he's so good at the impersonation. He is Denzel. You don't need Denzel. You really do have him there. Like I said, nitpicky to be nitpicky. Minor thing doesn't he. That thing doesn't even play into the final rating. It was just no. one thing that I thought of during it. 
what do you want to bring up? What's something that you that um, we haven't talked about that you think we should? Oh, like I said in the, um, the non-spoiler part, uh-huh. for those of you who waited a l- long enough to hear <laughs> yes. it. When didn't I, skip ahead Kind of like the uh, jump scare-ish thing I was mm-hmm. talking about. It's more of a jump joke. The homage to horror films? Yes. Um, the main one that I want to point out mm-hmm. is like when they're... They've originally saved Brooks uh-huh. from that the the first time the first when time they're in the bar. She's just waving the gun around. It's a fake one, and then she shoots. It's a fake gun. Bam! Oh my god! Drops it. Bam! You shot me. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, what's that? Click 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 click. I think that's bone. <laughs> Wait, is that uh? Did you get shot twice? <laughs> Did you get shot twice. <laughs> my favorite part of that oh, scene, that's the by exit the way, wound. <laughs> My favorite part of that scene, though, is he's got the chew toy in his mouth, and he spits it right at her and hits her in the face with it. <laughs> I don't remember what she did. Was that when she was actually digging into? No, I think it's um, when she before she did the incision, the cut. Mm-hmm. Um, she has her phone. They're arguing about that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then because he jumps the al- she dumps the alcohol in it, which is cheap, yeah. cheap champagne. Yeah, because they don't they didn't have hard alcohol. I just I I that made me laugh a lot when he spit the chew toy right out at her. Um, I thought they were gonna make an operation joke there. Yeah, I told, and I was a little bummed they didn't. Right? Like, I expected a movie like Game Night to at least have a little operation-type joke yeah, actually, for that Yeah, no, I didn't think about that, but that would have been a great time to Because you're trying to, to pull something. It wasn't there, but you're trying to pull something out of the body without hitting the edges. Yeah. It's operation. Um, however. Dude, that's a big cut. That's a big cut. <laughs> she made a huge cut a nice... on his arm. Yeah. Um, and that's why it started bleeding all over Bastion. Yeah. Um, but no, I their, their chemistry... Was probably the best in the movie. I think so. I completely agree. I loved Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman in this. Um, I'll be honest. Again, I said it to you after the movie. I think 2018 for myself is going to have a trend that I'm going to call Andy Serkis. Like Ricky's movies, his show stealers are going to get Andy Serkis. Because another spoiler, Kyle Chandler, not my show stealer. Originally, early on in the movie, I'm thinking he's going to be my show stealer. I love him early on. But what happens? He gets kidnapped. And he's not in it for a while. So I'm like, oh, great. Ricky's show just stealer got, is uh, good. I just got Andy. Because in Black Panther, I was like, oh, Andy Circus is going to be my show stealer. And then, boom, he's not in the movie for half. And I'm like, great. God, why did I Why did I even the think one, about him as a show And stealer? the funny part is, in spoilers for mm-hmm. Black Panther, in case you didn't see it. Yeah, thanks. Um, I know we're in spoiler I mode. That. I'm just going to well, say. Why would people come to game night for spoilers about Black Panther? Like, I should have said exactly, that. Exactly, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll, spoil, I'll, I'll at least cover myself uh-huh. for it. <laughs> um, when he, you, um, what was his name? Uh, Which one? Killmonger. Oh, yeah. Kills Andy Serkis' mm-hmm. character. Well, Ricky decided... If you go check out our other podcast for it. I just it. give it to the I He give gave it to, it the, to the one who killed it. It's just the one who replaces it, right, Ricky? Yeah. The one this, who replaces the person. This one's a little different because Brooks <laughs> didn't die no. in the end. I got a question for you. Yes. At the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. they're at game night at Brooks's new place. Yes. He's got the house arrest, the beep, 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 beep thing on his ankle. Yeah. He mentions how, yeah, the white list, I sold it for about... What thirty thousand? He said. I he said like a million. Okay, a million. No, that was it. A million. And, and then each he, one was. He tipped off each person on the list for twenty k. Yeah. Um. Each. So he's like, he made a ton of money. Yeah, he did. Now, 
they pan out of the window, we see kidnappers in a van. Mm-hmm. Are they setting up a game night too? Is that what you think? Or I think. Was, it, I or think is that just an homage to, hey, you know what? Game night, Brooks probably called the same service to do it right. And that's like, oh, it's going to be another kidnapping, but this time it's not going to be as bad as it was. I think they purposely did that to leave it open-ended, so it's like you can either think mm-hmm. one of two things. You can either think of both of those ways. What did you think, though? That's what what did I think? Because um, I was confused by it. I was, too, a little bit. I'm like, well, that's what I thought. It's like, are they mm-hmm. setting up for a second one, or are they just, like, well, homaging and, it so that My it's question like, is, why do the same thing? If you're going to set up for two, why do the same thing again? Because the brother still did something stupid. Good point. Yeah. Good point. And it, just setting up for... I mean, no, we never heard what happened with to the, the Bulgarian. We never heard what happened with the Bulgarian. He just left him tied to his own face. Tied to his crotch. Face to crotch. <laughs> that was. Give that you a bungee cord. You'll the, most, the first thing you'll do is the preferred. Oh, that was a, that was a one liner that got me. Give you a bungee cord and you right, you go right, right to the pervert place. <laughs> right to the pervert place. Yes. That was a line that when he said that also when Brooks's character was like, and now the game is complete. You've learned your valuable lesson. Tyler, go ahead, stand up. No, no, I'm kidding. That'd be cool if I wasn't, though, right? <laughs> You're a dick. Because, <laughs> I mean, there were so many of those. That, that I feel, was the director and the writer saying, let's throw one more at him. Let's throw a bunch. Let's of- throw one more and make it seem like, hey, you know what? This one is for real. Basically, it's it's, let's really fuck with the audience because, mm-hmm. okay, so it's like layer on layer on layer because you had uh, you had Brooks's initial one where yeah. he hired a company to do it. And then the real kidnappers come in. The real kidnappers yeah. come in. But that was actually Gary. He, he not necessarily hired, but he yeah. gave two um, guys on parole some time shaved off yeah. in order to do that for him because he wanted to be included in game night again. This girl ran my car. <laughs> she ran me with a car. She hit me with my car. Oh man! No, but that was that was actually a great scene too. Because mm-hmm. pull up, um, that was is all it was all blanks, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, He's my like, guys are oh, shooting blanks. Oh, um, okay, so t- shoot them all. Okay, and they're like, wait, wait, what? And then he pulls up. And- yeah. Is everything he, okay? Because oh, he even I think mentioned I the he goes. Finish on my car. He's like, how'd you get shot? All my guys were. All my guys had blanks. And oh, Brooks that was is my like, gun. That was my gun. <laughs> I even like during the whole entire fight scene mm-hmm. where Brooks is trying to fight off the kidnappers and they think it's all part of like the show. Yeah. So like Jason, and this is in the uh, trailer as well. Oh, have you guys tried the Gouda? Oh, the Gouda is really good. You guys should try this cheese. Mm-hmm. Like even going back to your jump scare thing. Yeah. We got one of those when he comes out of the bathroom. You're thinking, oh, is he going to get kidnapped? Boom. There's Brooks with a knife. Yeah. Why do you have that big a knife? It's for the cheese. Wow, it just mm. seems like a reasonably mm. big knife to have it's there. It's a really aggressive way to carry a knife. Very much like, hey, here's a horror aspect, and now we're going to make fun of it. Yes. We're going to make fun of that horror aspect. No, but that was the first twist. So the real kidnappers, then the Gary. Then Gary's kidnappers. Mm-hmm. And then the Bulgarian actually shows up. Yeah. Which is, let me finish that one yep. part for them real quick. Um, so Gary shows up, um, shoots the two mm-hmm. guys, and then they he, final stand, shoots Gary in the chest. Yeah. 
bleeding out the mouth, fake blood, spits in the mouth. Is that a clot? That's how you do game night. That's how you do game night. What? Blood capsule. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the blood capsule in the mouth. And then the, the Bulgarian, Bulgarian shows up, up and shoots him. Right here. Yep. So at least it's not a lethal shot, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh shit, Gary's out. Yeah, just shoots him right away. Yep. And like... Well, can't have a cop doing anything about things. <laughs> another funny scene, looking forward, hmm. where she's by the conveyor belt. Oh, yeah. And he's like, the belt. The belt. And she's charade like... it. Charade it to me. And it's like, the... And she's like, oh, the belt. And she hits, like, slams the button. And thinking, like, it's going to go quick and follow. Quick. Like, the best part of it. Yeah. The guy looks up and steps, steps back. back. He, he doesn't step back once, though. He <laughs> yes. steps back, looks, steps back one more time. And then it falls. Yeah. Like, that is comedy to where it's like, okay. I Easy joke there, but I like it. Yeah. And then thunk. The one thing I will say that was the only part to me that was like, oh, classic Jason Bateman. Yeah. Was, I want to say it was right before the Feldman twist, or it might have been after the Gary twist. This is the Gary twist, I think. Yeah. Where he's like, all right, now I gotcha. Here we're going again. Another fake going on where it's like. I, I looked at that and I'm like, that's a Jason Bateman line. Every single character that he has had mm-hmm. has had that kind of scene where the skepticism. it's like, all right, I, the wool is pulled over my head, guys. All right, the gig is up. We get like we know what's going on here, and then it ends up to be real. The skepti- It's basically the skepticism when something shit's going mm-hmm. real, getting real, and then when the actual real thing happens. Yeah, anything in this movie you think we because this is an interesting one. It's not like Black Panther. It's not like the Marvel movies. It's not like Kingsman where we have to go all the way through. It's just a comedy. Yeah. Anything you think in this one that we hadn't hit that we had to? No, I think every, we hit basically everything important. I mean, um, underlying story that uh, they want to get pregnant. One person didn't bring up that I want to give a um, mention to was Sharon Hor- Horgan. Yeah, she played Sarah. Sarah. Great job playing that like that opposite to Ryan's character. True. Yeah. And basically being like smart, smarter, and, and British. I love the I, <laughs> yeah British. Well, I'm actually Irish, but. And same then, island. That's, that's no, the, actually no, that's the it's best not. part. He's like same island. No, actually it's not. But like even like before they went into the um, murder mystery place yeah. to get the answer, she was like, "Oh wait, you thought this was a date?" And he goes, "No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a date, or like vice versa." Yeah. Where obviously they both had different expectations. Of how this night was going to go. But uh, anything we think we you think we missed? No, actually, I think that covers mo- a good most of it. But Johnny, let's end the podcast like we well the review podcast like we always do. Yes. Given our review, given our rating, given our show stealer, let's start with the MVP of game night. Our show stealer, Johnny, take it away. Who's your show stealer? I'm giving it to Rachel McAdams as Annie as Georgina. No, not Georgina. As Georgina George. Wrong movie. I know, I know. I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, you were. Looking I saw it up. the IMDb like today, and I was like, "Oh my god, she was she was in Mean Girls." Yeah, that's who she was. Didn't look like that in the movie. Maybe it's because she didn't have blonde hair. Maybe, maybe she didn't have. But I am going to complete your your duo here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Jason Bateman because here's what I was thinking. Yes, two things running through my head. 
At first, I'm like, I want to give it to Rachel McAdams. And then you were like, I'm giving it to Rachel McAdams. So No, I'm giving I, it well, to her. At this point, I'm in a position yeah. where I can do one of two things. Yeah. Because there's a little bit of politics that go into this. Not a lot, but True maybe that. like a smidgen to where it's like. So the show stealer, what it does to let you guys know is at the end of the year, yes. at the beginning of 2019, when we give out our awards for 2018... The actors and actresses of the year usually come from our show stealer, our show stealer of the year. Yes. So I could either give it to Rachel McAdams, she'd be the only nominee from Game Night, or because the duo of her, of Bateman and her, deserve a show stealer in its own. True. Like they deserve a show stealer on its own. I give it to Jason Bateman. That way we complete the duo. Because I feel like if one of those characters is just slightly different, McAdams isn't in there, someone else is in there, or Bateman's not in there, someone else is in there. They may have not had the same chemistry. It's not the exact same thing that we saw, which was great in this comedy and set up and made this comedy what it was. I do want to give an honorable mention, though, to Jesse Fellmans, who did play Gary in this one, as we talked about in spoiler mode. And all the creepy shit that he was doing through this <laughs> movie. But Johnny, before we wrap everything up, yes. we're doing game pieces, five of them. What's your rating out of five game pieces for game night? Well, how many do you get when you play sorry? You get four game pieces. <laughs> I'm going to get four. Is that is that your way of saying sorry to game night that it didn't get a five? In a sense, yes. Is is that your roundabout way of saying I'm that sorry? That I couldn't I'm remember how many. I couldn't remember another game that you only get four game pieces. No, and I'm going to be the same way. I'm going to give it a four as well. This was a really good. It movie. It was a really good movie. Made me laugh my ass off. It didn't have like it didn't really have any low points to where no. like there are some movies where I'll be honest. Lord of the Rings is the one that really got me in theaters hmm. because like it's a three hour movie. It's got highs and lows, and especially during the low parts. You like crack out your phone. You're like, all right, about an hour left of this movie. Okay. And like you're in, you're interested. You're not bored, but it's like, okay, if I have to check my phone to see what time it is, your movie is not that interesting or isn't that interesting again, it was at also that part. Three hours. That's <laughs> what I'd say with Lord of the Rings because I love Lord of the Rings. Yes. You have my, you have my sword and my bow and Dave's axe. Yes. Cause that's, uh, the joke that we had going on. But, yeah, got to give it a four. It was a good movie. Wasn't quite that great movie. Didn't go over the top for me to get the five, but it was still a solid movie. I would go see it again. Yes. I would recommend people to go see it. It's a great, great date night movie. It would be, yeah. Great date night movie. It was done in, like, an hour 40, which is hour 30, hour 40. Great for a date night. Go get some dinner. You're not wasting too much time. It's not like that two, three-hour movie like a Marvel movie might be. Hey, any girl that wants to be with me should should expect to go (laughs) through that movie. Should expect to go see the Marvel movies. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Also, next movie Johnny and I will be reviewing will be next week. We're going to be watching Death Wish, the um, Bruce Willis movie. Almost forgot his name. Basically, it's Die Hard and Batman had a baby, I believe. Um, uh, I, I I still push more to Punisher. 
Punisher Batman, but it's in Chicago, so you know, that's why shooting I said people. Batman. <laughs> shooting people, but Batman should be. Well, eh, maybe, maybe should be. Maybe more Punisher. But this is where you yeah. guys come in. Let us know down below. We're doing Death Wish next week. If there's a movie that you want us to see, I'll be honest. Johnny and I have a whole list of movies we're going to do this year. However, if there's one that's coming out 2018, you want us to go see it, throw it down below in the comment section. It doesn't hurt to say, hey, this is a I'd movie like I would like you guys to, guys to because, hey, if you guys want us to see a certain movie, we'll go review that movie. Yes. Like, we want to do what you guys like. So go ahead. Let us know any movies that you think we've got to see in 2018 to review for you guys. Before I go, little uh, housekeeping here at the end, patreon.com. That link is in the description. The store for MVP is also in the description. Mostvalpodcast.com. That's where you're going to get everything from MVP each and every day. And please go on Apple Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give the Rick and Johnny Podcast a five-star rating. want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. want to thank you guys for listening to podcast services around the world for MVP. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.